Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have time to sit and watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And today I've got somebody with some hardcore productivity tips for us. This is his life and his mission. And so I grabbed him because he's also a retired band director and administrator. So he gets it. He's been in the trenches. He found his way out of all that paperwork and in the trenches. And he's got some great stuff to share with us. And um, uh, he's also a productivity consultant who specializes in organization and time management. And he's also the author of the bestseller, An Eye on Education. Dr. Frank Buck, welcome to Band Director Bootcamp. Leslie, thank you so much for the invitation. I'm delighted to be here and uh, help band directors get organized and make it look easy. Yep, because all of us out there, how many of us have told our students, hey, just go put that on my desk and our desk is our filing system. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm raising my hand. I'm guilty, guilty, guilty. Um, And it must have been about six or seven years ago when I hired a professional organizer. My husband went with me and we hired a professional organizer and we spent a whole Saturday up at my school with somebody going through and literally teaching me this valuable skill because I was too emotionally invested. I didn't know how to make those decisions and choices and it was hindering the job and the work I could do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm so excited, Frank, that you are willing to be here today to, to share it from not just the band director who solved his or her own problem, but now you do this for a living and you've seen a lot of the struggles other people go through and you're an expert at helping them. So we're going to help all you busy band directors today. He's going to share his secrets. He's got two really specific secrets and strategies that are going to help with organizations. You can control your time and surroundings and have peace of mind that nothing is falling through the cracks. Mm -hmm. And before we get into this, yeah. um, uh, Yeah. We've all had that nightmare of like the buses don't show up. Or maybe we've lived it, right? Um, and because I've we, seen it happen. Yes. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we could do probably a very long podcast on on all those things that have happened. Um, tell us before you give us your couple of strategies and really go into detail with that. How come you have these strategies? What? what why'd you do that? It simply makes life easier. When you follow the band director around, the things that we do during the day, it's not that those things are that hard to do. What makes it hard is keeping up with all those things and getting all of those ducks in a row. So if I had any success during the 12 years on the podium as a junior high middle school band director before I decided I wanted to be a principal and run the whole place, if I had any success... It is due to having a system, being organized so that life was easier for me and life was easier for my students. My first job, I was in the middle of a master's program and I was hired just before the Christmas holidays. So my first day on the job was the first day back from Christmas holidays. And the first time I saw the band room was Sunday night, right before the Monday morning when I was seeing students. So I had to put together a system pretty quickly. And the the first thing that I want to share with our audience is actually something I learned from my dad when I was like eight years old. It was a system called the Tickler File. Now, understand... I'm old. I started teaching in the early 80s. We we didn't have a computer in the entire school. Everything was pencil and paper. But we're still dealing with paper now. 
So what I had back then was my tickler file, 31 folders labeled one through 31, each one representing a day of the, of the month, and then 12 more folders, January, February, March. And the idea was all of that paper that's laying around, you know, all that paper that was on my desk on Sunday night before I start teaching Monday morning, I start asking the question, what do I need to do about this piece of paper? And when do I need to see it again? Oh, this is I just need to take this to the faculty meeting that's on Thursday afternoon. Drop it in the folder for Thursday. And I earn the right to forget about it. So here I am going through asking the question of all these pieces of paper. When do I need to see it again? Making little bitty decisions on the front end, putting it in the appropriate folder. So since I got 31, anything happening in the next 31 days, I've got a numbered folder for it. Anything happening more than 31 days out. Oh, here's the registration form for state contest and I need to fill this out three months from now. Okay, we'll put it in the appropriate monthly folder. And Leslie, again, you earn the right to forget about it. So in the morning, I had one job, open the folder for that day, and there's every piece of paper that at some time in the past, I had wanted to it to come back to me that day. And I have taught this to so many hundreds of people, and they all say, this is so easy. Why didn't I think about it? But it's an old business tool called the Tickler file. And I, you know, I maintain one today because I'm still dealing with some paper, not near what I was back then. You know, it's interesting because I loved your phrase, earn the right to forget about it. Mm -hmm. But I was just picturing my filing system, which is about to change now, thanks to this conversation. But where uh, the papers, I I have the field trip folder for, you know, that particular field trip, everything's in there. But then I have to remember to go to it to get Mm -hmm. that form if there's a registration form that needs to go in later or the seating chart that has to be sent in instead of putting it, you know, if I need it 30 days prior. So um, I often would put things in the folder and forget it, but I didn't earn the right to forget it because it wasn't coming back automatically. Oh, this Absolutely. is so valuable. Yeah. And and we wind up remembering things at these weird times. You know, you think about the field trip form while you're at the grocery store shopping and you can't do anything about the form at that particular time. So the difference between me and a lot of other people is I'm doing that little that little bit of thinking and that little bit of decision making on the front end. And then also something you would have seen way back in the early 80s that I actually still do a memo pad in my pocket so that when I thought of some, you know, something landed on my radar that I needed to do right that moment, out comes the memo pad. I'm jotting it down. And again, now I've earned the right to forget about it. I get to my desk later, tear off the little slips of papers. Say, when do I want to see this one again? When do I want to see that one again? Drop them in the tickler file. And you know, it, it, life was so easy. So then I had one job. First thing in the morning, pull the file for that day, dump it on the desk, put everything in the order that I wanted to do it. And I am ready for the day and I'm not forgetting anything. And, you know, all the little repeating tasks that we have, I just write those on index cards. And then at the bottom of the card, put when that task needed to be done again, throw them in the tickler file when they pop up, do the task, refile the card. Of course, now what people say is, 
Frank, that sounds great, but most of what I do is digital. I've got thousands of emails and I've got, you know, I've got all this stuff arriving digitally. Do you have something digital like your tickler file? And I say, absolutely glad you asked. <laughs> Having a digital task list. Now, when it comes to being digital, we're great with our contacts. Nobody's got a pencil and paper address book anymore. It's on our phones, synced to our computer. We've got contacts down pat. When it comes to calendar, we're not quite as good, but a lot of us are, are good. We've got our calendar on our phone synced to our computer, like Google Calendar, for example. But then when I ask people, where do you put the to-dos? You know, those things that don't necessarily have to be done today at 9.15, they just need to be done as soon as you can get them done. Where do you put those? Well, now I start hearing about, well, I have these little sticky notes that I put around my computer monitor, or um, I just, you know, I can remember most of the stuff. Well, actually, no, you can't. Or um, I put it on my digital calendar because I just don't have another place to put it. So now the three appointments on the calendar are overshadowed by the 57 tasks that don't absolutely have to be done today. And any of them you don't get done today now have to be drugged somewhere else. So we get our tickler file that handles the paper. And then we get a digital task manager. I use Remember the Milk, dumb name, great piece of software, just rememberthemilk.com. You could have it today. You could have it for free. It's a website. And you just put your tasks in there, download the companion app that's also free. Everything is syncing back and forth. So you know how I said I always had the memo pad in my pocket back in the early 80s? Now I have the phone in my pocket. I pull it out, tap to add a new task. And you know how your little keyboard on your phone's got the little microphone icon? Just hit that and talk. So now I'm just speaking the task. Now I can throw the phone back in my pocket. I've earned the right to forget about it. See, it's just like it's just like the tickler file. Yes. And uh, you know, if it something occurs to me, just put it in there immediately. Another great thing about having that digital task manager repeating tasks. Think about, so right now we're recording this episode in early July. So as our as as our audience is listening to this, it's probably band camp time or we're starting school. What are those things that you're not only doing this year uh, at, at this time of year, but you did them last year? You're going to be doing them next year. What if you didn't have to wake up in the middle of the night going, what do I need to do between now and school starts? Or sit down with a blank legal pad three weeks before school starts and brainstorm all this stuff. What if you could think it once, put it on your list, and then next year it comes back again? So you just tell it when you want it to repeat, check it off, it's done. Next year it comes back to you at the same time. And it also helps with email. People have thousands of emails, and one of the reasons they're sitting there in the inbox is they're quasi-reminders of things to do. You know, you read five paragraphs, you go, I need, oh, I need to call Bob about this. 
So it sits there as a reminder to call Bob. And also the information in the email serves as, you know, a reminder of what you need to talk to Bob about. Any digital task list that, that's worth its salt, like Remember the Milk, it's going to give you a little special email address. Anything sent to that email address becomes a task. So here's this email. I realize on the front end, I need to call Bob, but I can't call him for three days. I forward the email to that little special email address. Before I hit send, I change the subject line from whatever it was to call Bob. I hit send. I earned the right to forget about it. Three days from now, when I wanted to call Bob, there it is on the list, call Bob. And in a little note section attached to that task is everything that was in the body of that email. So again, we're doing the thinking on the front end. We're asking the question, when do I want to see this again? We get up in the morning, we check the tickler file, we look at the list, we're good to go. Nothing falls through the cracks. Oh, wow. You know, just listening to you talk about this, it's like I can feel my blood pressure and stress levels just come down. Because I'm like, yes, as soon as it's out of my head, it's such a such a relief. So before we yes. get to the final tip here, I want to invite all of our listeners to take a moment to think about how you can put some of these practices we've been talking about on Band Director Bootcamp into practice in your own life. Welcome, Band Director Bootcamp listeners. If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual bootcamp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tuned systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So, as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. All right, we are back with Dr. Frank Buck to finish up this episode. And what... <laughs> This is what he does for a living, and it costs a lot of money to work with him and to get this information. I just, you know, you host a podcast, you get all this free information now because people come on. You guys, he has um, just shared a couple of really specific examples that can really help with that organization, which when you're organized and when you have um, all of those things, knowing it will happen at the right time because you've earned the right to forget about the worry, your stress levels and all of that changes. And it also contributes to your wellness. So look what you just got, the value of this. And so, um, Dr. Buck, can you please um, tell us how could people find out more about you? Or I know you've got a few free resources out there. Uh, can you yes, let us know how to yes. get in touch with you and what else we might find if we if we stalk you? Okay, this one's easy. Come over to my website. It's just my name, frankbuck.org. So I'm not .com, but frankbuck.org. 
O-R-G. I have been blogging since like 2005. So there are many hundreds of blog posts there for one thing. So anything you're interested in, whether it's Google Calendar or Remember the Milk or Evernote or the Tickler file, you can just do a little search and it's going to bring up the appropriate post. Also, I would encourage people to do this. When you land on that website, you're going to see a little place where you can get on my email list. When you join the email list, the first thing you get is basically the first chapter of my book, Get Organized, Time Management for School Leaders. That talks about the tickler file and sort of all things paper. And then several days later, you get a downloadable ebook, still all for free, on how to set up and use Remember the Milk, the little one-time settings, where to find that special email address that I talked about, my strategy for how to organize that list so that when I pull it up in the morning, there's my list for today, and it's even sorted by what I call my Fab Five. If I only get five things done today, what are they going to be? Right there at the very top. And then here are things I want to see in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, and it is so, so easy. And then from there, take a little time to just work through the story. The website I've laid out as a story, you learn about me, you learn about workshops that I offer. I tell people if I haven't been to your school or your school system, it's for one reason, nobody's asked me. So I, you know, I, I do live workshops. I do virtual workshops for band directors, for school administrators, for executives. Because we're all dealing with the same kinds of things. We're all dealing with overwhelm, with too much to do. And this digital beast that has just come upon us in the last one and a half generations, and nobody's there to have taught us how to do it. This is the how to do it. Well, this was incredibly valuable. You just put a lot of information into a very small space, but I think it's so doable. And I'm, and I'm fired up now because I can I can envision that, you know, change, uh, or yes. just even another level of taking this. And I know, I know I'm not the only band director out there that it can constantly revise and get even more organized because I know the benefits of that. So... Thank you, Dr. Frank Buck, for your sharing us, uh, sharing with us your expertise on this edition of Band Director Bootcamp. Leslie, thank- it was absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, delighted you were here. And I want to thank all you listeners for making a difference in kids' lives every day through the magic of music education. The work you do matters, and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of Productivity and Wellness Tips for Busy Band Directors to make your life a little bit easier.